0: Thank you for celebrating 20 years with the Indian School of Business. To fondly remember this milestone, we bring to you ISB is 20. A collection of 20 stories told through conversations with the founders, deans, professors, staff, students and alumni. We attempt to celebrate the impact that ISB has had on management education and research. Starting our journey in 2001, With a graduating class of 128 students, ISP has grown today into a recognized world-class institution. This series helps us pause and reflect on what brought us where we are today and the path that lies ahead. In this episode, we have Pramath Sinha, the school's founding dean, and the author of the book, An Idea Whose Time Has Come, which tells the story behind ISP. He looks back on how the idea called the school was brought to life.
1: So this is the first chapter of the book. It says, the first steps. On a damp summer day in 1998, a small column of cars pulled up at the side of the road next to a low hill in Gachibauli, about 10 miles northwest of the center of Hyderabad. A group of people got out of the cars and stood looking at the hill some holding umbrellas against the drizzling rain, studying the scene and talking in low voices. An onlooker might have been forgiven for wondering what was going on. On the face of it, the hill was unremarkable. Part of it was covered with scattered boulders, some of them enormous. In between the big stones, there was nothing but coarse grass and a few scattered trees, among which goats browsed here and there. What, our onlooker might have asked, did these people find so interesting about the place? A study of the composition of the group might have given a clue. The people standing and looking at the hill were not ordinary tourists or passers-by. Some were senior officials of the state government of Andhra Pradesh. Others were leading members of India's business community and their staff. They were here for a purpose, When they looked at that barren hill, they were looking far beyond the stones and the trees. They were looking ahead to a vision that all of them shared, a vision of India's first truly international business school, an institution that would one day be famous not just in India but around the world. They were dreaming of an institution that would train future business leaders and help to boost prosperity and they hoped to make a real difference in India. Now most people get daunted by the idea that if you're starting something, how will you do grade A from day one? How would you do first class, world class from day one? Let's start small. That's the logical and the cognitive gap in the thinking because starting small doesn't mean starting at grade C. You can start small at grade A small is in numbers not in quality and this is particularly true for educational institutions if you're putting in the effort and you're doing it in this part of the world which is so starved for high quality education you might as well aim for the top and so that's the obsession the obsession is why waste time resources efforts and this is not about building elite institutions i've created programs or been involved in programs that are not necessarily for the very best or the most expensive, but everybody deserves really high quality and you can do that. And and, and if you can do that, then why would you not? The ISB project has been always me as the backup guy. (laughs) So I was working on the project as a McKinsey consultant and uh, it was, A project started internally and I was, i partly volunteered, partly commandeered to work out. I really loved the project, but I had a full-time career at McKinsey. So the whole idea was that we would hire an executive director. So while we continued with the EDs, I think there was a feeling on the board that, listen, if Pramath is anyway leading the work, why don't we make him the face of this institution, and and put him in charge more formally? The interesting thing was that I was working with Chandrababu Naidu at that time, so McKinsey had a project to help him build Andhra Pradesh into a progressive and into a more modern state. So we were working with him on figuring out which sectors, how to attract investment, building infrastructure, getting so. When this opportunity came up, my team that was working there did a lot of work with the government to craft the right proposition for ISB. And I think that also did something to influence this because the reception that ISB's board got from Andhra, both in terms of the physical meeting that happened as well as the speed and the uh, the proposal that was given, all that really was very attractive and in fact Mr. Naidu's proposal was so attractive that we couldn't say no and so I still remember that we had a hurried conference call board meeting and uh, within seconds took a unanimous decision to go to Hyderabad and uh, I was managing a very complex project for the first time and I realized that while we were aspiring to world class the fact that we had these English project managers you know Bombay based construction company and an Atlanta based architect company with, who had in a way been forced to partner with a very high profile architectural firm in India who had their own, you know, these four cast of characters just did not believe in talking to each other. So I ended up sort of having to coordinate that which was never on the cards. There was enough other things to coordinate admissions, faculty, hiring people. So all this led to very, uh, significant delays and uh, you also wanted to do things at a high quality. So you didn't want to cut corners. Yeah, so there was a issue with funds. There was an issue with the completion of the project. All of this complicated by that you had a clock ticking with a date and time set for a launch. Huge expectations. Oh, and I forgot the fact that Sumantra Ghoshal and Deepak Jain, who are supposed to be founding dean and executive dean in January, Sumantra says, I can't do this. And in May, Deepak gets appointed dean of Kellogg. And so we are now without a dean. That was the biggest setback. So literally less than 60 days before the launch, you are without a leader. Not only are you without a leader, it's not like you didn't get a leader. You actually had two leaders. Who then went out throughout the country and promised 128 students that they were going to be on campus to receive them. And don't worry, this is a new school, but we are here, we are world class guys, we will make sure you get a great education. And they sign up not because of Pramath Sinha and Rajat Gupta and all the big wigs, but these guys who are going to be on campus. And now they are saying, hey, sorry, <laughs> we are going, you are on your own. That was the biggest set, how to deal with that. but I think these are all amazing opportunities to create something from nothing and to make a difference. And the one thing that has stayed with me always is Don Jacobs, who was the dean of Kellogg. Even when this dean role was offered to me, uh, I was not sure. Don Jacobs basically said to me at that point, Pramath, why are you thinking about this so much? Have you considered the fact that few people very few people in their lifetime get an opportunity to lead and build an institution of this caliber and honestly i was only i think i was 36 years old when the decision was taken and uh, i think part of the reason i was hesitating was because i had never really thought about becoming the dean i the whole project approach was that one of my to-dos was to get a good deal Right. So, but Don really put it in perspective. He said, no, no, you're not thinking about it the right way. You're overthinking. This Is it right for my career? Is it right for McKinsey? Is it right for my wife? Is it right? Boss, step back. Nobody gets opportunities like this. What are you saying no for? And that just the penny dropped. Looking back, I wish I had, I was a bigger risk taker because I should have stayed on as Dean, if you ask me. ISB is like a firstborn child. I actually don't have children, so. In some ways, the affinity and the commitment to seeing it achieve its best potential is what you expect of any child that you have. And I feel the same way about ISP. The dream seems still far away. The dream keeps growing in its aspirations, in its imagination of what could be. So, while I'm tempted to say we've realized the dream, I think this is a project where the dream will never be realized because the dream keeps evolving, expanding, growing. But I do think that we've made an amazing, amazing impact uh, of what we had imagined. Relative to that, it's been fantastic. Look at the results this year, if you just take a snapshot. Number 32, ranked by FT. And having been ranked 12, these rankings moved around. But even to be amongst the top 35 institutions in the world at such a young stage, I mean, if you study those institutions, we are still probably one of the youngest or the youngest B school in the world. So, not only to reach top 20, but to maintain that ranking, number one. Within that ranking, to be the top school on one dimension, any dimension, to just be the top school in the world on one dimension out of four, five, is in itself huge. It's been 20 years. Look around. Is there another B-school of top quality that has come? It's sad for our country, but that's the opportunity for us. The opportunity for us is to really expand the sphere of our influence and impact. You know, the book I wrote, Uh, said an idea whose time has come, if I had to write a book today, I would say the best is yet to come. I'm even more convinced of that, that uh, the best years, the best achievements, the best successes of our students, our faculty, and of us as an institution are yet to come.